Welcome to my podcast, Today's Dream, Tomorrow's Reality. My name is Vicki Poole. I'm a master transformational coach and hypnotist specializing in habit change. And this podcast is sponsored by The Enlightened Peach. And this podcast is all about embracing our mosaic life. And some of you may ask, what is a mosaic life? Well, it's recognizing that all the pieces of our life, the good, the bad, the indifferent, have all come together to make us who we are. Change any one thing and we are different. With that in mind, I invite you to embrace your perceived imperfections and celebrate who you are. This podcast is unedited and raw, just like life. And I am your host. And today I have a special guest that I am going to introduce you to in just a moment, Laura. And I believe it's Gindak, but she can correct me if I say that wrong. But I would love for you to leave a comment and to remember to like, subscribe, and share. So now let's get started and I will bring her out. There we go. Hello, Laura. Did I say your last name correctly? Well, you, you, you've said it the same as most people have. It's actually Laura Jindak. Jindak. As in Jin. Well, I guess if I had been looking at it, I would have said Jin if it didn't have the Dak on there. <laughs> exactly. Yes. How are you? I am doing great. And I just want to share with everybody the way that I know Laura is that I had posted something in a women's entrepreneur group and Laura reached out to me and we had a conversation and we just connected. Have you ever met one of those people that as soon as you start having a conversation, suddenly you feel like I've known this person forever. Well, that's kind of how it was. So our conversation went longer than it was supposed to. We just had so much to talk about that um, I just had to have her on here. And she's actually had me on a couple of things before. I wrote it down so I would remember um, there was a ladies wellness professional runway that she asked me to, to participate in. There's that unedited and raw, right? Um, and so I did that and I was super excited. And so I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about what she does because I will not do her justice. And then we'll start a conversation. So welcome, 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 Laura. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Vicki. I, I appreciate your invitation and our collaboration and connection. And like you said, you know, we just hit it off straight away. We knew that there was a, a organic connection there that we needed to continue uh, exploring that. So once again, thank you so much for having me on. And like you said, you'll allow myself to explain what I do because no one explains it better. Right. So, <laughs> so, yeah, my name is Laura Jindak and I'm the founder of OmniRise Training. So I do run personal development classes and also sales and marketing classes. I predominantly am online. I do offer these services worldwide and I do have many clients from around the world, which is an amazing opportunity to actually experience. I'm also the Australian ambassador for Pursuit 365, which is a series of international books for entrepreneurs that help to inspire other entrepreneurs, well, people that are wanting to start their journey in that entrepreneurship. I also help other entrepreneurs that do want that extra visibility and credibility and sort of giving them that opportunity to be seen uh, from a different perspective in a different light. 
allowing myself and my organization to advocate for them. I also do workshops with multiple <clears throat> different entrepreneurs in different fields, uh, mostly specializing in wellness and sales and marketing. So, uh, and I'm also a qualified yoga and meditation practitioner. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of everything, but basically in that whole personal development um, field is where I focus my attention. I'm so glad I let you do all the explaining. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's like, there's no way I would have got all that done. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I watched a podcast the other day and the interview was great. But before she did the interview, she read all of that stuff like you were just you know who you are. But she obviously had it all written down and she read it and it was like she read it and then she read it and she read it. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you should have just let them tell us because you know, it was like it lost something in translation. And that's yeah. why I make sure I, I don't do that every now and then. I'll know somebody well enough or the, the list is small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can handle it. yeah. Yeah. But I would like to know, how did you get started in doing this work? Well, my background is in sales. I've got over 20 years experience, uh, predominantly in the automotive industry. I was uh, very successful within that field. So did you sell cars or what did you do in the automotive industry? I sure did. I, I sold a lot of cars <laughs> to a lot of people. Nice. What kind? Cars. What kind? Did you sell a particular car? Yeah, predominantly I worked for Honda for most of my time. Mm -hmm. um, but all, all over I did, uh, I only worked with Japanese brands, so I did work for Mitsubishi and Nissan but Honda was where my heart was. Um, so, yeah, I built up a very strong reputation in customer service there. My customers loved the way I handled their, their situation because not everyone coming in for a car comes in for, you know, I just want a car. Some people have had accidents. Some people need bigger cars, expanding family. Some people are trying to save money so they need cash back. There are all different situations um, and reasons why people need cars or want cars and being able to identify with that and then helping them find that right car for them is a unique experience. So, yeah, my customers did really appreciate that, which is the reason why I had so many referrals. Even now, uh, you know, I've been out of the industry for about three years or coming on to three years you know i still get phone calls from my clients saying i bought a car from you you know five six years ago and i'm looking for another one oh, so wow. see that's yeah. impressive because i can tell you all the cars that i bought i couldn't tell you who the hell i bought them from you know um and it definitely was not a pleasant experience or if it was during the process it's yeah. like afterwards if you had a problem you've driven off a lot i don't know who you are you know um, so that says a lot that you have people that are still know who you are and like you. <laughs> exactly. and, yeah. and that is because I did treat every client or customer like they were special to me because they were at the end mm -hmm. of the day, they, they paid my bills and I had a service to provide and I did. And to be honest, it, 
it was a passion of mine. I loved what I did. And that's the biggest point of difference because I've worked with many different salespeople, many different sales managers that did not love what they did. And it mm-hmm. really does. And you can always tell, right? Always, always yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say my daughter recently went um, for a job interview. And so while she was sitting and waiting for them to come and talk to her, she said, she was looking around and she said, every person there looked like they were miserable as hell. Yeah. And she said, okay, if there's not one person in here that's happy, I doubt I will be. And she decided not to go through with the interview. And I said, I don't blame you, but uh, I don't even remember what it was for, but it was like, yeah. <clears throat> everybody looked miserable. And you know, you can go some places and you can tell they would rather be sitting on their on their sofa doing nothing than doing what they were doing. And it really translates really a lot for, for you. You can see it. You can feel it. You can feel it. You, yeah. As soon as you walk into a place, you can feel that energy, the atmosphere. And that's probably the reason why I enjoyed working there was because we went there, we laughed, we had fun. Of course, we worked. But when customers would walk in, they see everyone laughing and having fun. They were like, we want to stay here because this looks good. This feels good. And we we like this environment. And we thrived when we yeah. were all happy and laughing and, and being, you know, on that high frequency. Yeah, definitely. So what did you do before you started selling cars? That That's basically it. I did a couple of, you know, jobs here and there, a bit of waitressing, um, working for a few transport companies. Um, it was, I didn't really find my, my passion until I started in the automotive industry. And I, I just loved it within that first week. And I just thought, I, I want to stay here. And oh. I was immediately good at what I did. And it just, it just happened so quickly, so naturally. It was like that was what I was meant to do from, yeah, I, I just knew as soon as I, I, I was present in that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's it was, like you know your home, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So you've been away from that for, you said, what, three years now? Almost three years, yeah. So yeah. not sure if many people know, but it's long hours in the automotive industry, oh, let's yeah. say about 60-hour weeks. We were open seven days, and I did every weekend almost of, and I got burnt out. I couldn't do the hours anymore, standing on my feet, you know, the, the mental energy that goes into it. And when COVID came and we got to stay, I mean, I'm in Australia, Victoria, and we had obviously, I think we had the strictest lockdown in the world. Okay. So being at home for, you know, two, two months was so refreshing. And I realised I couldn't go back to doing those hours after I've actually let my body settle Mm -hmm. and realize okay this is what it feels like to be normal not always running on adrenaline and off the you know alarm clock and go 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 so I thought okay well what am I going to do so I started to well actually within the lockdown I turned off the tv not that I watch much tv anyway but I didn't put the tv on at all I just started reading I started heavily investing in understanding more of who I was, the way I was thinking, the way the world works, 
and I started reading people's theories on how to become successful in 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 what you love to do. Mm-hmm. So I just read and read and read and that's where I got into the personal development and then I realised, well, I still love what I do and I can't see myself not, I guess, being in that sales role because it's part of my personality. So I combined that personal development and sales training together and mm-hmm. that's how OmniRise started. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, I will say that I, I know a lot of people had horrific things that happened during COVID, but you know, it did create such an amazing thing because a lot of people did the same thing that you did. It's like, let me reinvent myself. Let me just see. And I can say, you know, I am a a transformational coach and a hypnotist. And Mm. prior to COVID, I mean, there might've been a few people that did this online, but I don't really think so. So it was a foreign thing to actually start doing hypnosis online and in the beginning because I had had already had a bunch of training at that point and all of my trainings where you were supposed to touch the person you're supposed to lift their hand you're supposed to do physical things with them and it's like well you can't do that on zoom so it was a, a really an interesting test of how can I maneuver and make things different so that I can get the same effects without being in person and without COVID, I don't think any of us would have ever said, Hey, I think I'm just going to take this stuff online, you know, or at least for a hypnotist. And I mean, maybe somebody would have, I have no idea, but I don't know that I would have thought of it because, you know, I mean, and face it, Zoom actually jumped in and changed all their stuff so that it allowed us to do all these things. So it, it is amazing to me how, something that can be so horrific and shut everything down, how it actually created this new growth and this new industry and these new ways of doing things. So I, I feel, um, um, I guess in a way I'd like to say grateful, but I don't know that might make some people feel a little uncomfortable because they're not so grateful. I mean, I did have a friend that almost died with COVID um, and I'm sure she's not grateful, but, um, you know, for this purpose, I think it's wonderful. You know, you say that, you know, some people may not be grateful, but that's only because I guess they're looking at it from one point of view because every adversity or everything that we define as negative is mm-hmm. actually a blessing because it's a wake-up call, it's a warning, it's a signal that, hey, you've been doing something wrong, whether that be sometimes looking after yourself, taking time for yourself, so not working as much, Um, you know, basically that self-care, what you eat, Mm -hmm. what you you do with your body, what you do with your mind and where you're placing your energy. So for me personally, I knew immediately it was a blessing. Yes, of course, within that first fortnight, everyone panicked, what is this, what's going on, it's new to us, it's foreign. But once you sit back and say, well, let me just accept this, and you go, what can I do? Mm -hmm. You'll find things that you can do that will be there for your benefit because I believe 
that everything is always happening for our benefit. Sometimes yes. we just don't see it in that moment because and only because we're simply focused on what's been taken away. Therefore, right. we cannot see what has been presented because when one door closes, another door opens. That's just a, that's a, a, a law of the universe, mm -hmm. you know, when when daytime finishes nighttime comes when nighttime finishes daytime comes it's that's just the way it is and you cannot change that yes so it's what's coming next that's what we need to keep our focus on and we will see it unless we're too busy focusing on what we've just lost then we right. miss that opportunity yeah and a lot of times it's that we um we come to where we are with our own filter of what the world is and um, from what we've experienced and what we believe about ourselves in the world. It's like I was listening to someone um, talking earlier today and she was talking about some experiences that she was having online with people, you know, um, uh, reaching out to her for odd things and all this stuff. And I thought, you know, I've been online for a while and I've never had any of that. I don't understand. And then as this coach was talking to her, come to find out the things that was happening to her online were things that had happened to her in her past. And mm -hmm. so she just had that filter that was drawing all that stuff into her from what she believed. And, and, yeah. you know, we, it's that, um, what, what we focus on, we create, you know, and yeah. a lot of people don't like that at all because then you're responsible for your own shit, you know? <laughs> Spot on. Yeah. yeah. People are still under the belief that life just happens by chance and some people just get lucky and other people don't. When if you really look back at your life and you think, well, why did that happen to me? Well, then you've got to realize, well, what was I doing? What was I thinking? Mm -hmm. previously and then what happened and if you follow back every single time a major uh, disaster or a, you know some obstacle has come your way you will notice the pattern because oh, yeah. life has patterns you'll notice that it was always you being in an emotion of doubt fear um just all these different negative emotions and thoughts that were replaying subconsciously and that is why it's important to become so aware of the thoughts that we are predominantly thinking because that is what we're going to experience in life because, and for people that don't understand this, I'll give a very simple, short example. You've got a plan to go somewhere outdoors and it starts pelting down with rain. <clears throat> Sometimes some people will say, the rain has ruined my day. So they put the blame on something external. And other people will say, okay, if I can't go out and do the thing that I planned, what else can I do? And then if they have that thought process, it will lead them to something unexpected, better, and with a much more joyful experience. And mm -hmm. then they go back and say, gee, I'm glad it did rain. But people that get fixated on it rain, the rain ruined my day, then they sit there and mope and dwell and focus on what didn't happen, then they themselves have 
put themselves in that position of experiencing the negative outcome. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's like, you know, um, there's a, a story that comes to mind and I read it in some random book and, um, you know, I am full of a plethora of information, but I can't always point back to where it came from. I just know it was a book. But yeah. in this book, he gives this story of this person that was going to go to work. And when they when they got up, the clock was, you know, they, they got up late. And then they had to rush and they had to get ready. And then they got um, on the in the car and they were caught in the traffic and yeah. they were just really stressed and they get to work and there's a pile of stuff there that they have to do. And and it just goes on and on and on. And then there's this other person that woke up and the clock didn't go off and they got up and they said, oh, OK, well, I'm just going to call real quick and just tell them I'm running a little bit late. That way I'll have time to get ready. I'll drink my coffee and everything will be just fine. When they get out and they get in the car and they're stuck in traffic and they say, well, that's OK. I've already told them that I'm going to be a few minutes late. Now I can kind of listen to this recording that I've been wanting to listen to. And then when they get to work, there's this pile of stuff. Oh, I'm so glad I have this job and I have this work that I can do because I love doing this. And it's two totally different things, but it's the same person. One of them is looking through a lens of everything is against me. And the other one, it's like, everything is for me. And it's just shows you that it's not the circumstances that you're having. It's how you filter and deal with those circumstances that makes it good or bad. A hundred percent. It's, it's literally the thoughts that you identify with. Is this bad or is this good? Mm -hmm. or is neutral because really everything is neutral and i'm going to talk about even death people dying oh that's so bad no it's not bad it's a part of life it's a right. neutral process yes we feel the loss and i know this well because i've lost i've lost people the closest people to me it's not bad or good it's just a process of life and we need to accept it as neutral because we know that no one's going to be here forever so when someone is taken away why are we in this big shock and this is such a horrible thing that happened no it's meant to happen yeah so why yeah. are we all like oh my god my life is going to be over well no your life's not over mm -hmm. unless you your choose it right, right? <laughs> because yeah. you're, you're focused on now my life is over and I can't move forward. Well, you can't move forward simply because you're choosing not to move forward. And, yes, of course, we understand that it's hard to move forward, but that's when you have to seek for that help, that support, and seek within yourself to accept this is what's happened. How do I now move forward? Do I need to spend some time grieving, reminiscing, thinking? Whatever it is, you know, we, it's, that process is still there. But it's not bad when someone passes because we have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. It's it, like you said. It's part of life. That's just yeah, the, the process be, that you go. It would be bad if we didn't die. How yeah. many people would? How many people would live here? How would? How would that work? It wouldn't work. Life wouldn't work like that. Yeah, yeah. We'd be stacked on top of one another, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, well, yeah, well one of the things that I'm curious about is 
I know some of the things that I've done with you. So I don't really know with all the description of everything that you do, what is it that you really do? So are you coaching people to be better at sales? Are you coaching people to be better entrepreneurs? What What is it that you're you're doing for people right now? All of that, all of the above, <laughs> depending on who I'm speaking to um, and what the a possibility or what the requirement is. Some mm-hmm. people, some people come to me and say, in sales, I can't get my 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 target. I can't reach that goal. What is it that I'm doing wrong? Mm-hmm. So then I work through that. And usually, what they're doing wrong is not believing in themselves. That's what that's the core mm-hmm. problem. That's yeah. the core problem. Okay, because it's not more work. Because I know specifically, I did the least amount of work, and I still sold the most amount of cuts. So it's not about doing more work. It's about the belief and the confidence within yourself. Mm -hmm. Of course, it all comes down to specific words that you use, gestures, body language, and how much service you are to that person. All of these things take part naturally, but they're just skills that are learnt. But you've got Mm -hmm. to believe in yourself first before you implement because someone can say, oh, can I help you? And someone else will say, how can I help you? Because I know I can help you, so I'm telling you. I can help you. I'm showing you that with my body language, with my energy, and naturally someone's going to, yeah, I want to be helped by this person because they believe they can help me. So it's that belief. So -hmm. that's one thing I do. So that's where the personal development part comes in is making people realise that it's the only reason you're not getting what you want is because you don't believe you are good enough. Yeah. And Sometimes we need to add those extra skills. Okay, well, what else do I need to learn? Or, you know, what qualifications or what do I need to study more of? Yes, we need to look at that. But you need to study yourself. You can Mm -hmm. study as many different things that you want. You can get as many different degrees. You can get as many different qualifications. Go and speak to a million different coaches. Um, If you're not ready to look within yourself and really think about what is it that you believe about yourself, Nothing's going to change. I've had I've had clients that keep coming back and saying, I'm still not getting the results. Well, have you changed the way that you view yourself? Well, I try. Well, you haven't then. Because if you're still yeah. trying to wait for an outcome to say, now I'm good enough, then keep waiting. You just have to believe and walk in faith continuously And then the results will be seen because no one is going to buy something off you if they don't believe what's coming out of your mouth. And you you can't speak with conviction unless you believe yourself. Right, right. Well, you know, it's it's it comes back to you know, um, that filter we have of who we are from our past, you know, we, we take ourselves with us everywhere we go. And unless we work with someone like I work with people and you work with people and we help them to kind of, um, figure out who they need to be and who they want to be so that they can visualize and become that person. And so I tell people all the time, you know, if, if you were who you needed to be to be there, you'd be there already. So let's mm. look at 
What do you need to learn? What do you need to change in your behaviors and your thoughts and that kind of thing so that you can grow? And everything that you're experiencing right now is actually whatever you need to be growing into that new person. And so it changes when you when you can kind of look at it that way. It it changes it to where I'm growing now when something happens instead of, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening to me again. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about attitude. So yeah, that's, that's a bit of what I do. And then, like I said, I'm, you know, heavily involved in the book series through Pursuit 365, where we help entrepreneurs get visible. And then through their visibility, we help people that want to become entrepreneurs. So it's just a a nice cycle. Mm -hmm. So do people write like um, a a story or a chapter in this book? Uh, Within the books there, usually people do write, you know, um, a page on their experience of adversities, hurdles, Mm -hmm. obstacles, how they got through it, what inspired them, what kept them going. It's It's really to say... You, you may experience this, and most people do, and this is how I got through it because everyone gets through things differently and mm-hmm. uh, there are lessons, uh, multiple different lessons to be learnt and also depending on different fields and different personalities. So we focus on bringing multiple wisdom that resonates with different people on different levels to help reach a broader audience and inspire them to to push through and go for their passion because yeah. why would we want to live a life that we're not passionate about? What is the purpose then? Then yeah. there is no purpose and we want people to live with purpose. Definitely. Well, mm-hmm. I can say um, when you live with your with, with purpose, then it actually makes things feel like there's a flow to life that doesn't feel like it's all the time this push pull that we typically yes. do, you know? Um, so yeah. if someone was interested in maybe um, reading one of these books, because you've been doing this for a little bit, correct? How many, uh, how many? No, it's, well, we've got, I've, I only started uh, with the first book that's about to be launched on the 27th. Oh, okay. So, well, you talk about it so well. I just assumed you'd been doing it for a long time. <laughs> no, the first book's published on the 27th of February, so mm-hmm. in, in about a week. Not sure when this recording will go live, but very soon and that we're expecting to be massive. And now we're on uh, the next book, which is uh, called Beauty and Brains, 111 Bosses in Lipstick. So female bosses only because it's different being a male boss compared to being a female boss. We do have different responsibilities in life. There may be possibly majority being single parents or just being a parent. How do you manage that balance between homework and leadership? So that's the new book that we're about to launch and that one's going to be super unique because that one will give specific insight again like i said how to handle all aspects of life being a woman that mm-hmm. needs to be soft caring looking after the household but yet then jump into a leadership role for for, for work 
Right, right. So if anybody wanted to get the one that's about to be released, how would they do that? Well, uh, it will be advertised heavily on Facebook and Instagram. If you go through to Pursuit 365, uh, Shelley Lynn Hughes is the the publisher and author. She's the CEO of Pursuit 365. And the the launch um, is on the 27th, like I said. But that basically you can buy that book from Amazon all over US and Canada through Walmart in Australia, Booktopia, um, and other outlets as well. So it will be all over my socials and all over Pursuit 365's uh, socials as well. Wonderful. Well, I will actually, you know, when I when I put this podcast out, I'll have that information in the description. So anybody that wants to, there'll be a link there that they can just click that link and go straight to purchase the book. Um, so I'm going to be um, getting that book because I'm super excited to um, see your excerpt in there and, yeah. and read about um, all of these people. And, you know, it's it's so wonderful when um, like-minded people come together and collaborate like that. It is just amazing. It's amazing. Um, so can you share with everybody? I know you do other things besides the book. So um, do you do groups and one-on-one coaching, workshops? What else do you do that you would like to tell people about? Yeah, so at the moment um, I have, well, I've completed a online, a pre-recorded online workshop with um international renowned face yoga specialist, Jasmine Teller. That workshop is, yeah, that one is very unique. So we've collaborated my personal development of that internal mirror, that how we Mm -hmm. view ourselves internally. And then Jasmine's part is how to enhance, maintain the exterior appearance in a natural, organic way and not resorting to, you know, Botox, surgeries, or, Botox, and all that poisonous yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. And just really falling in love with yourself. So that's a pre-recorded workshop. Um, but we are. I am looking at other workshops. Um, you know, with health and diet. To be honest, I'm about to launch a massive support tribe called Excuseless within the next two months. So that's going to be massive and. It's going to resonate with most people within mental health, physical health, and business health. So, and Vicky, you're going to be a guest on that as well. So people can see Yay. you there. Also. <laughs> um, and with the yoga and meditation at the moment, I'm not teaching anyone. I just can't fit that into my schedule at the moment. I have taken on. I've taken on a few more projects than I wanted to because I do only want to work part-time because that's the lifestyle that I choose at the moment for myself. Um, And, yeah, the – what else was I – yeah, and do I do uh, group sessions? I do some group sessions, and to be honest, I don't prefer group sessions. I know that then it's more my time, but I can't teach 10 people – the same thing because not everyone is at the same level, same understanding, and no, no one's really going to get all the benefit. So I prefer one-on-one where I can really listen in to what the person needs and give specific individual personalized advice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 the way I like to work. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. Cause you know, I've done some, um, some group hypnosis, but I have to, you know, to do group hypnosis, I can't be in work on the individual. I have to get a census of what is the main thing that people are looking to fix or to do something about. And then I can give them a general thing where they have to visualize things on their own. And, you know, so it's, you know, it helps, but you get the most movement in your life when you're working one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. hundred percent. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to um, just ask you some questions because, you know, even yes. though we've talked several times, I, there are some things about you I don't know. So are you married? Do you have kids? I don't know. what. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not married. I'm, I don't have any kids. I have two Great Danes at the moment. They mm. are my fur babies and I absolutely adore them. And I basically do a lot for them because they do a lot for me. So, yeah, no, not married. Oh, yeah. Well, the fur babies are good. I'm not married anymore. I've uh, been, been single for quite a few years now. And um, my, um, I had a boxer pit mix. Oh, he was the most amazing dog I'd ever had. And he passed away a year and a half ago, I think it is. He was old and he just went to sleep and didn't wake up. So the best way to go. But it still, yeah. it broke my heart. And I... Uh, we have a couple of cats and so I've, I've, you know, I've cuddled my cats, but it's still not the same as a dog. And so I really, part of me wants to get another dog, but you know how you hear people that when they, they're, they have a spouse that passes away and then they get married again, but they're all the time, you know, comparing them to this love of their yeah. life. Well, I kind of feel like right now I would be comparing the new dog to how wonderful Ricky was. And it was like, I think I'll just wait until I feel really ready because I can still get into massive tears about him. And like right. a couple of days ago, you know, it was like all I could think about. And, and it's like, you know, this is crazy. Um, but you know, he was amazing dog. <laughs> he was my baby. I've lost, I've lost many dogs and I, I cry for months. The best mm -hmm. thing is to get another dog. It feels that that spot uh, we can't replace people with people but we can replace pets with other pets and it's the best the, the best thing it literally i'd advise you to get another dog straight I, away i'll i'll take that into consideration but right oh. now it's like oh you know, know um and and you know uh, there are times and i feel guilty saying this there are times when it's raining and it's cold and everything oh, I don't have to go out and walk the dog, but that's the only time that I think it's a good thing that I don't have one <laughs> the rest of the time. Yeah. You know, of course, yeah. with the cats that I have, I've had to get, I'd have to get a puppy. Do I really want to do with the puppy thing? So, you know, it's a, it's a whole mindset, you know, that I got going on here that doesn't let me get one right now. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I know you had mentioned that you've lost um, family members and that kind of thing. So do you have any family members that live near you? Or are you kind of um, a lone wolf? I I have my father, um, his wife, my three brothers and my stepsister. We're all very close. Okay. Um, we don't live close anymore, but we're all very close. Yes. Yeah, so that's really 
really uh, important to me and I appreciate um, them. But that's all I've got basically left around me as far as family. Yeah. 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 Well, for me, most of my family lives within an hour of me. Um, and I've my, my sister yeah. who's just two years older than me, she lives like 20 minutes from me and we talk on the phone every single day. I talk yeah. to my niece every day, you know, it's, it's interesting yeah. when, and I'll hear people that will say, you know, they haven't seen their sister in years. And I'm thinking, what, you know, but mine lives close. It's not like they live across the country and I can't get to them or anything. Yeah. But to me, I'm, I'm yeah. like you family is. Um, it's the glue I think that holds us together. And, um, so I, I love, I love having my family around and I'm careful with that because some people, their family story is not a good one, you know? Um, and so I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some people it's, uh, it's not, it doesn't have the same feel when you say family. Mm -hmm. So I'm really careful with that one. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So what would you, um, if you were to give some advice today to someone, and I know that's a general thing because we don't know who's listening, who's watching or anything like that, because this will be going out on several different platforms. Some of it will be visual. Some of it, they're just listening. Um, But something that you would think that most people could resonate with, what is some piece of advice that you can bring up through all your wisdom and all the things that you've been talking about and all the things that you teach. What's the, what's the one golden nugget you could pass on? It's very easy for me. Walk in blind faith. So that means stop looking with your physical eyes at what is and letting that determine what will be. We need to use our internal eyes, which is our imagination, right, our mind's eye, Mm -hmm. and focus on what we want and keep walking in blind faith towards that. It does not matter what obstacle, what hurdle, what comes your way. Ignore it, learn from it, and keep walking. You will eventually get there if you have that faith unbroken faith that's why all religion or scripture everyone talks about faith and belief because that is the only thing that will get you to the things that you want love money whatever it is success that's the only thing that will get you there and don't allow the physical reality to deter you or tell you otherwise that's my ah, per- perfect advice. And you know, it's interesting because that speaks so, to me so much right now, because I was even sharing on a live that I did this morning that recently I've been faced with making a decision. And it was like, I sat and I thought about it. And if I do it this way, this is going to happen. If I do it this way, this is going to happen. And then I stopped and I said, wait mm-hmm. a minute, what do I want to happen? And then yeah. once I got focused on what I wanted to happen. I said, okay, hell, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm just going to go for it. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes up and whatever lessons there for me, I'm going to keep the faith and keep going. So um, I love that you shared that because you know how there are no, no, no accidents. Everything's a synchronicity. And so you're speaking right to me and my heart right this minute. (laughs) 
Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah. um, you know, um, and I'm sure the listeners can relate, but there's times that something comes up, you know, and we've got we've got a decision to make, mm-hmm. and everything in us says, Whew, that is too big, that is too far, that is too hard. I can't do that. Yeah. And we'll have all of that stuff going on in our head. And um, mm-hmm. and sometimes like, like I had this epiphany yesterday. It's like, oh my gosh, all I'm focusing on is what all can go wrong. And I need to mm-hmm. focus on what could go right. What if everything works out? What if the world in the universe and God are conspiring for me to get this thing or to do this? And then I'll walk away, yeah. you know? Um, so exactly. thank you for, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really important. I think to always remember every single day, every day, just, you, you don't have to work out the hows and whens, just keep that faith. It will be re- revealed. It will be shown to you. We're not, yeah. you know, whether it's God that you believe in the universe Whatever you believe in, that source will show you the way if you have faith and believe. Because otherwise, what is the alternative to give up? Why would you take that option? Yeah. Why would yeah. you take that option? It makes no sense to take that option. So, yeah, keep walking in blind faith. Yeah. Well, I will say, even though it may not be an option that makes any sense, there are millions of people that take that option every single day. And then they get to, that's the people that when they get to the end of their life, all they can think about was all the things they could have been. And, you know, and so um, I think life is so precious And, you know, the older I get, the more precious it becomes because, you know, when you're 20, you know, you've got a long life left. When you get to 50, you know, you're, you, you, you know, you're half over almost, you know, you might could live to be a hundred, but maybe not. And it changes your perspective on time, you know, how valuable your time is Um, and how much time do you want to spend in worry and stress and angst, you know? Yeah. So looking at things from a different filter um, just creates such a different feel than um, I know what I used to have many years ago and where everything seemed like a disaster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we've all gone through that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, so we're getting close to time, but I want to thank you for being here. And then I want to remind everybody that I'm going to have all of your contact information in the comments for them to check out all the stuff you got going on, your Instagram, your um, your Facebook and everything. Because if you're going to follow anybody, you need to follow Laura because she has some amazing, amazing content and she has such a heart and a giving spirit. And like I said in the beginning, we just connected and it felt like I had known you forever. And so it's it's just amazing. And I look forward to seeing how we can work together in the future and um, just, just stay connected. However, you know. Definitely, 100%. So yeah, we will definitely be looking at working on a project in the near future. So people... 
need to stay tuned to that. But I appreciate you having me on as a guest. I appreciate our connection and the time today and to anyone that's listening and watching. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate everything. And if anyone has any questions, please reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, website, of course, omnirisetraining.com. But, um, yeah, I wish everyone a, a peaceful, peaceful day and many blessings. Thank you yes. so much, Vicky. Yes. And I'm going to leave everybody with these last words. And it is the best way to predict the future is create it. What are you creating? Be blessed. Mwah. Thank you.